I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. My co-host is Greg Cott. If you want to be the first to hear these bonus podcasts, become a Sound Opinions member on Patreon. We do very much appreciate your support. These bonus podcasts are about us sharing even more music with you, because we just can't get it all into the uh, Mm hour-long show uh, weekly, Greg. We could basically do six of these a day, and we still couldn't get them all in, but, you know, we also have to eat and sleep. Adding a song to the Desert Island Jukebox, it is your turn this week. Give us just a little hint of what's coming. Well, we often talk about the Desert Island as a uh, the record we can't live without. Mm. This is a drummer that Al Green couldn't live without. Uh, you know, I have the drummer slot cornered on this show. I but figured you'd appreciate this one then. I'll, all right, I'll give you I'll give it to you. That's coming up in a minute on Sound Opinions. We are back, and Greg, I am very eager to hear about the uh, drummer you're going to add to the Desert Island Jukebox. Yes, Jim, I needed to say a few words about Howard Grimes, who left us on February 13th at the age of 80. Not a household name. You know, in fact, I couldn't find an obit on him in some of the more august publications that would normally cover an artist of major import Mm. and write something eloquent about him. So I was disappointed not to see more love being showered upon Howard Grimes when he died. Again, it's probably because even in the sort of Memphis lore, you know, Al Jackson was the drummer that everybody talked about, you know, the the member of the Booker team, the MGs. Howard was a contemporary of Al Jackson's. He learned from Al Jackson, but he also in some ways was a contemporary and had a big role on some of those stack sessions in the 60s. But it was at the Willie Mitchell studio, uh, High Records, the Mm. high rhythm section of which he was a part, where he really made his reputation as one of the great drummers in in that Memphis tradition. The High Rhythm Section, that was a incredible four-piece band rivaling anything out of Stax, Motown, or Muscle Shoals in terms of their output mm. behind an incredible array of records. They backed up people like Ann Peebles, Otis Clay, Al Green, of course. Those 10 Al Green records on high in the first <laughs> part of the 70s, I mean... Oh, yeah. my God. So that was that was Howard Grimes on drums with Teeny Hodges, Charles Hodges, and Leroy Hodges on guitar, organ, and bass, respectively. Those guys worked wonders, and Grimes was the engine of it all. In fact, on Willie Mitchell's deathbed, he told Grimes, you were, you were the guy. You were the mm. reason all those records sounded the way they did because of what you were able to do on the drums as sort of an orchestral instrument without being showy, without overplaying, and yet at the same time adding something unique to almost every record he played on. He had a feel that was second to none. His modesty probably hurt him because most people didn't make a big deal out of him because it wasn't readily apparent. Oh, look at, listen to that fill. It's so incredible. But he did plenty of incredible work. The Al Green stuff is his most well-known, but I want to pay tribute to another unsung soul artist, O.V. Wright, with whom Howard Grimes also collaborated. I think O.V. Wright, next to Green, was the finest vocalist on that label for a decade and a half. And he had a bunch of hit songs. That's How Strong My Love Is, You're Gonna Make Me Cry, 
Cry, Nucleus of Soul, and Nickel and a Nail, probably his most famous track, I Can't Take It, Ace of Spades, another track that's been covered numerous times. Uh, Wright had an incredible voice, a pleading, gospel-tinged voice that was racked with agony when he would sing. He just mm. felt it, you know? But one of his great tracks, I'd Rather Be Blind, Crippled, and Crazy. Uh, and it's not like one of O.V.'s biggest hits, but wow. Grimes is incredible on it. Mitchell even stopped the session and said, what are you playing? He couldn't mm. believe it. And he said, that groove that you have on this song is great. And Grimes later revealed the song kicks in with this little kind of, it's almost like a, a fill, but it's an introduction, right? So this intro to the song was based on watching one Ray Bolger tap dance. Ray Bolger, the scarecrow <laughs> the in Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz yeah. yeah. Grimes said he used to trip and act like he was going up the wall and he would watch and listen to what was going on there and he tried to emulate that sound mm. and the drum intro and he uses it as sort of a recurring little here I am again throughout the song so it's a hook essentially yeah, yeah. and it's the most modest simple thing and at the same time it's like wow what is that exactly well that's where it comes from So Howard Grimes, just a master inventor on the drums. You know, he had a rough life uh, after High Records folded up. He had a, a period there where he was dealing with some alcoholism and homelessness, uh, but then resurfaced in recent years, started playing again, was pretty active, and then unfortunately died at the age of 80. But what a legacy he leaves behind. The number of great records he performed on is uh, legendary. And here is one of the best, even if it's not the best known. O.V. writes, I'd rather be blind, crippled, and crazy with the late, great Howard Grimes on drums. O.V. Wright in tribute to Howard Grimes. I love when you talk about drums, Greg. Yeah, you know, I, I got the kit in my library here. <laughs> you might, I'll show you how to play that. Yeah, well, yeah. You want me to do that? Lay that down, man. I want to hear I'll, that. I'll, I'll show you some tasty licks, brother. <laughs> That's it for this bonus episode. If you've got thoughts, start a conversation on our Facebook group. Leave a voice message on our website, soundopinions.org. As always, Sound Opinions is produced by Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, our associate producer, Sol Delgadillo, and our intern, Mary Bernthal. Our social media consultant is Katie Cott. Thanks for listening.